Hey, everybody. Welcome to season three, episode two of my Cancer Story podcast. In my podcast trailer for uh, season three, I shared with you that we are doing something really cool with this season and going along with the theme of season three. I'm so excited to share with you this next story. Today, you are going to hear Miriam's story. She is a thyroid papillary carcinoma cancer survivor, much like myself. And this is so special to me because when I was first diagnosed with thyroid cancer, I found her Instagram page on Instagram and it's called a smiley scar. And the take of this page is so incredible. It embraces the scars that we've endured through surgery, uh, especially for thyroidectomies. All of us who have had thyroid cancer and have this beautiful scar on our throats, on our necks. And she embraced this scar and made it something beautiful and is sharing it with the world on Instagram. Uh, she and I finally were able to connect and I was able to conduct an interview with her for her to share her story. And she was just one of those people that were there for, for me at the beginning and she didn't even know it. So she has touched so many lives with what she has done with Smiley Scar. And I cannot wait for her to touch more lives by telling her story. And I hope you guys are able to check out this Instagram page and to learn more about Miriam. Um, you're going to love her. She is is wonderful. She has this great story. She's so educated and, and beautiful inside and out. I can't wait for you guys to hear this story. Please enjoy episode two of season three. Meet Miriam and hear her cancer story. Miriam, thank you so much for joining me for a new episode of my Cancer Story podcast. Welcome. Hello, Jess. Thank you for having me. Oh, so my gosh. glad to be here. It's my pleasure. And you are joining me all the way from Georgia, the country, not the state. So a lot of people, when they see Georgia in the United States, they think the state, but um, you are halfway around the world. And I'm honored to have an international episode for my second episode of my new season. Yes, yes, thank you. Yeah, I'm from country Georgia. It's so beautiful city and the country. Oh my gosh. Yeah, my husband has actually been there. Um, it was when you guys had a lot of rain and like it flooded the the zoo and like the zoo animals escaped. Oh. And he, yeah, he's a pilot. So he was over there and he was like, what's happening? <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. But he he loved visiting Georgia and beautiful, beautiful area. So um, maybe one day I'll be able to get over there and, and meet you. Yeah, true. Yeah. It would be perfect. Yeah, that'd be great. So everybody listening, this is Miriam. She is, like myself, a thyroid papillary carcinoma survivor. And I am super excited to have her because when I was first diagnosed, I found her Instagram on, um, on her Instagram handle on Instagram. It's called at smiley scar. And, um, sure. it, it was, Oh, it was a really nice break in the, I guess, monotony of going through a cancer diagnosis to look at your Instagram page and see what people were doing with their, their scar pictures and what you were doing with their scar pictures. So 
without getting too much into it, I will let you take it away. Uh, tell me your cancer story. And then we'll talk a little bit more about Smiley Scar too. Yeah. Thank you. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Uh, well, uh, I'll start with my background. So um, educational background. So I'm a public health specialist and tiger survivor. Uh, and yes. Wow. <laughs> Well, I was diagnosed, yeah, in 2019. So my papillary third cancer was stage three, and it was metastatic. And there was seven metastases spread to my ninth lymph nodes. And fortunately, there was no spread, further spread. So I was lucky in this case. Yeah. And uh, surgery date was uh, on 8th of august and then since then i've celebrated my cancer free anniversaries on the date uh, and my total pterodectomy was with neck, uh, neck dissection and following with that i had a radioactive therapy and uh, nuclear medicine treatment and the dose was 120 millicurie so that was uh, really high dose wow yeah that's yeah. a really high dose. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. Um, but uh, the physician decided so. And um, yeah, and the radiation that destroyed all the can uh, the cancer cells. So the, fortunately, there was no active areas in my body, so everything worked well. Oh wow, that's that's yeah. really great that they're able to yeah, get yeah, it yeah. all out and then the, to zap it with the, the radioactive yes. iodine. Uh, so how, how long in between your surgery to the radioactive iodine did you have to wait? For, yeah, in Georgia, this is the guideline for it. So I waited 40 days for it. Okay. Okay. And then, um, so with that being done, how I never had to have radioactive iodine. So what was like you, I know I'm very, I'm very <laughs> lucky. Like, I don't know how I escaped it because I did not want to do it. Um, how, how was it? Like, I guess like leading up to it, like anxiety, what were your symptoms after? Did you have to isolate? Uh, yes. So, um, the first, the first emotions like that I had to get the radioactive iodine treatment. So the first is they, you need to get prepared for the diet and it is like no uh, salt at all for like two weeks. And fortunately, so I don't um, get salt and sugar. It's been seven years. So I was lucky for it. So the oh. diet was quite easy for me. Yes. Yeah. Easy transition. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Uh, and I like water because during the quarantine, you need to get a lot of water. So like three liters per day. Wow. And yeah, um, Emotional preparation for uh, radioactive treatment was quite good because I was prepared for it and I had uh, the background and health issues. So I was ready for it, but three days isolation without seeing anyone. Of course, there is uh, like calls, but like physical face-to-face mm, -face meeting is quite different. Mm -hmm. And that was stressful because you're kept in one um, room and no one comes to see you. And that was stressful a bit. Yeah. 
But after three days, you need to stay at home for two weeks, separate room, and you need to like burn all, all your clothes or your things you touched on, uh, except of um, electronic device. So yeah, that was a bit overwhelming, a bit uh, stressful, but um, I'm over these challenges. Yeah, absolutely. Since the actually, let's let's go back in time. How did you find your thyroid cancer? All right. Yeah, All right. like I always find that interesting when I talk to other survivors. <laughs> yes. Um. So unfortunately, I lost my father in 2015 due to stomach cancer, mm-hmm. and it was quite a painful tragedy for me for my family and. This gave me strength to continue living and um, to give me like another power to be ready for another big challenges to cope with. And uh, he used to tell me that I need to be Margaret Thatcher. And for him, she was that symbol of powerful woman. And I always remember these words. Mm-hmm. And as a grown up person, like um, facing the cancer when you were 26 years old that's quite challenging and all my la- life like I was living healthy living I was a public health specialist I was promoting healthy lifestyle and that yeah. was a big wow that happened to me and I was a, a youth ambassador of European Cancer Leagues in Georgia I interned in European Cancer Leagues in Brussels and that was quite shocking information for me and um I didn't smoke I drink moderately I think healthy so mm-hmm. and I used to do regular checkups but last three years was chaotic for me and I moved to Brussels I didn't internship there I moved to Hungary for my master's and was not concentrated on my health Mm-hmm. And in 2019, when I came back to Georgia, I settled down. I started working in um, a research organization. Then I had some time for my health. And mm-hmm. uh, I did not have any symptoms at all. Like I just on a regular checkup. And uh, during the ultrasound, the picture was clear. There was a characteristic of malignancy, such as like ill-defined margin, and mm-hmm. there was irregular shape and uh, the mm-hmm. presence of calcification. And when there is a calcification, it means something is in a bad condition. So yeah. I went to biopsy then, and it was total clear that there was a carcinoma, okay. but I still waited for a week to with a little optimism that it's not uh, cancer and this is something different, not malignant. But um, yes, the results came back and uh, that was carcinoma. Uh, I told my friends, uh, they were really supportive, but confused because luckily none of my friends experienced the cancer. I understand them. And it was totally shocking for them that I had uh, like healthy living person that has known the cancer prevention ambassador who they were getting the cancer. So yeah, uh, Yeah. that was weird for me too, because I I felt like (laughs) I had a really healthy lifestyle. I was, I wasn't vegan or vegetarian, but I was very much plant-based. Like I would Mm -hmm. eat a lot of fruits and vegetables, all like real food, stay away from the processed food, non-smoker, drink, but not 
like in excess. And I was just like, why did I get cancer? <laughs> there are people that eat like not good at all. <laughs> exactly. And they're smokers and, you know, <laughs> drinkers, like heavy drinkers, and there's nothing wrong with them. How is this possible? Um, uh, did you struggle with that too? Like for me, I was like, why me? Like, I think that's like a, <laughs> a crappy deal to get. Yes. Yes, yeah. I did. But when I went to my oncologist, he said that my cancer is three years old. So oh. I lost my father three years ago. So there is stressful and mm-hmm. it's um, stress is everything. Mm-hmm. It's also, of course, can modify our cells and modify our body and cause that kind of things to our uh, cells. So um Yes, I think it was due to um, stress and um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's interesting that like, you, you mentioned that. I feel that uh, several people have told me that in interviews, um, either stress-related or some traumatic event or experience had happened mm-hmm. in their past and they can usually trace it back to then. So that's interesting that he said it was three years old and that's about the time that they caught it. Three yes, later. exactly. That's so interesting. Yeah. And uh, the biopsy uh, results came back. And when I opened the envelope and said, Dear Mariam, you have a, a cancer and there is no doubt about it. So mm-hmm. I cried. I mm-hmm. cried a lot. Uh, but this was the last time I had tears on my face. And I told to my style, Hey, girl, <laughs> this is your fight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go for it killing and uh, became the very in this battle so um mm-hmm. and yeah maybe you would ask me where is my family during this time okay so i didn't tell any word to my family <gasps> before i was sure that i had a cancer yes and that. um mm-hmm. because the cancer the word it's um was quite difficult to hear word carry it's carry uh, mm-hmm. after the experience we had and when we find out that my father had the cancer it was stage four so you can imagine all this yeah. bad journey um yes and i planned everything i went to endocrinologist i find out the best surgeon went to insurance company, they negotiate the price with the hospital staff, they plan the day of the th- surgery. And when I was ready, three days before my surgery, I called my mom oh and my told God. her that I had, <laughs> yes, I had some notes on my thyroid that are oh. recommended to remove. <laughs> so <laughs> of oh. course, of course, she understand that there was something urgent. Yeah. And she was so scared. And I felt yeah. she had a lump in the throat and was about yeah. to start crying. And... Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's that's amazing that it I that you did this all by yourself. Um it to 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 schedule and like you said, you negotiated with the for the insurance and with the hospital staff and, and got <laughs> everything scheduled, like ultimately by yourself as a young woman. That's really impressive and and kind of scary to do on your own. Um, looking back, do you, would you change any, anything that you did, like waiting to tell your mom till three days before, or would you do it the exact same way? Do you think it was good that, that it ended up that way? 
Mm, yes, I think that was good because I wanted like frozen brain. <laughs> I wanted like zero emotions. I wanted yeah. zero emotions, and um, mm-hmm. I wanted to decide uh, on my own. And my friends and coworkers helped me a lot, and uh, that was really supportive for me. Yeah. Um, and I told my my brother and. Um, uh, he was checking the, all the nights before my surgery that mm-hmm. I was alive and <laughs> <laughs> I was okay. So he was so emotional for it. Oh, he loves yeah. you. <laughs> oh man, it's yeah. really, I think it, it is so important for us to have that good support system, whether it's friends, family, coworkers, uh, to help, to help you get through it, especially for an independent person like yourself. Um, yeah. to, to still have that support system that you can kind of lean on them a little bit. And like, they're like, yeah, you know, you're going to get through this. You're going to fight through this. Mm-hmm. And kind of like your quote that you you provided me be the winner in this fight. And that's what you did. I think that's incredible. True. Yeah. True. And yeah, I want to thank uh, to my family for this big support. And without them, it would be really so difficult to stand this pain, stress, cope with this difficulty. And so with my friends, I will not have a cheerful, positive and funny days. Yeah. And also I want to emphasize my coworkers and yeah. um, the president of my organization, we are used to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were such encouraging and caring. And when I find out that the cell was carcinoma, Mm-hmm. Uh, my manager George suggested sending this biopsy to Germany for double checking, even though like <laughs> we all we are sure, and the organization covered all the expenses. Oh, that's and, so uh, sweet! Yes. Oh my gosh! Yes. Just to <laughs> make so sure, I think it's this- yeah. True. That's that's incredible. Um, you said yeah. you used to be with them. Um, are you did you, are you with a new company now? What ex- okay? So you are with uh, you're a public education specialist. What exactly? Yes. What that exactly is? I'm sorry, that's a side side question, but I'm just yeah, curious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Yeah, uh, uh, I I started uh, working in my own organization in 2014. Mm. So I founded. Oh. Uh, uh, and Geo, an uh, governmental organization, used for public health in Georgia with my um, with my friends. So we were mm-hmm. so emotional with spreading the health living and uh, support other people to have evidence based information. This is really mm-hmm. necessary. And yes, most of the people lacks this um, information and. Um, we're supporting people to go abroad, study, to exchange some programs and raise awareness uh, on important issues. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm working uh, in California uh, in an uh, online clinic. Yes. Oh, so. no way. That's, that's where I live. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So what do you, what do, you do there? Yeah, uh, I'm a public specialist and mm. I support them with different types of tasks. So we are trying to broad our uh, virtual clinic in different states. Okay. Um, so I'm helping them in a policy reading and some uh, writing some documentation and um, uh, reading the patient's histories and writing assessments. And yes, wow. so it's quite interesting. Yeah, absolutely. How? What's the timing like for you? Do you have to work like 
normal California hours or can you work hours? <laughs> no, it's, it's quite flexible. For okay, me, good. So. I was like, oh, that would really suck to be up in the middle of the night all the time. <laughs> now that you're cool. Oh yeah. Well, okay. Good, good, good. Uh, so I, I, yeah, I guess after I, I love hearing that you're like, you walk the walk and you talk the talk. Uh, so like you've, um, had a healthy lifestyle, you continue to have a healthy lifestyle and then you help, uh, you know, work with people and help support through education. People have a healthy lifestyle. I just love that. It's all encompassing in what you do. Yeah. And I think that's so great. And and taking your real life experience and applying that too is really cool. With um, everything that's uh, the surgery, the radioactive iodine coming out on the other side, how was that for you? Um, I'm assuming you probably still get blood work. I still get blood work. Uh, they probably do checks and everything, uh, mentally, physically, and, uh, medically. How are you doing? Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so during this, after the surgery, so one of the complication I knew was, uh, the damage of, uh, parathyroid glands, right. Mm-hmm. Parathyroid yeah. nodes. So I was so conscious and I was so worried that, I need them to be alive. I need mm-hmm. them. But uh, unfortunately, during the surgery, mm, they were damaged. So mm-hmm. I have lifetime hypocalcemia and I need to get the calcium with vitamin D, the rocaltrol and other medicines. So mm-hmm. that was a really bad experience for me. And if I had the time, I would go abroad and the surgery there mm-hmm. and uh, this was the first question when I wake up after the surgery how are my <laughs> parathyroid oh, really? <laughs> yes are four of them <laughs> yeah, still which here? One? yeah oh my god <laughs> yes. that's amazing that you just had that thought like after <laughs> anesthesia too you're like how are my parathyroids <laughs> Exactly. And everyone laughed at this. I was like (laughs) still uh, sleeping, but I I wanted to ask this question. Mm -hmm. And I asked them uh, to send me the pictures Mm -hmm. after the surgery because everyone takes. So I said, I need them. I need to find if there is parathyroid anywhere. So it was removed. And um, unfortunately they were damaged the mm-hmm. recovery process was uh, was good i spent uh, a week in the hospital mm-hmm. and one funny story that uh so i had uh, my home plan there called marietta that i brought it from hungary mm-hmm. so i bought this plan in hungary two years ago and um she was with me the whole time while I was studying, while I was traveling. So yeah. I brought it to Georgia and uh, uh, she was one of the supporter in the hospital room. Um, oh, that's so cute. I love it. Yes. Yeah. So he was, she was one of the positive thing in a room. Yeah. And uh, I cope with this one week after the surgery and then preparation for the radioactive iodine treatment mm-hmm. and after this, I'm checking. Um, I'm checking do blood work. Uh, TGs are uh, terrified. Uh, the mm-hmm. oncomarker, um, but everything is fine so far. Uh, mm-hmm. I had some hypercalcemia and uh, some crumples and uh, some sides, but uh, I'm fine now. So I try to. Uh, 
stay strong. I try to tell others that don't wait for the symptoms yeah. and continue living and yeah. stay positive yeah. as it's possible. Of, of course, there is a mental strengthen to continue living uh that you need to get the medicine the whole time the whole life Mm -hmm. and uh, it has its side effects and it's early it's early for us yeah that's true i i had mine out uh February of 2020. So I was a little bit behind you. Um, so -hmm. it's kind of still early for us. We're still freshly out of, out of the woods, if so to say, um, exactly. But I I think my, my biggest struggle on the front end was the thought of living or having to take a pill to live for the rest Mm -hmm. of my life. Um, I, I felt that was really tough. Now I don't really think about it. Um, I just roll over and <laughs> take my synthroid and call it good. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> one thing happened to me, like one good thing happened to me, uh, was I met a person in Tbilisi Cancer Center during the radioactive ionotherapy. And, uh, she's a really good friend of mine um, now. And Nano is, uh, so we have the same story that makes our friendship bond together and mm-hmm. stronger and um yes so we have the same story and that's, that's awesome. really connects mm-hmm. yeah it, the, the cancer community is really cool like the, com- <laughs> the the connections that we make like with me doing this podcast the connections i've made and people that i've met it's so cool and how open everybody is and you you have friends for life now exactly yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So how, uh, let, I'm, this is like, I'm really curious about this. How did yeah. a smiley scar come about? I love okay. it. And please tell the listeners what it is because I didn't, I didn't want to like ruin it okay. and I want you to explain it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So um, as a thyroid cancer survivor, I always wanted this journey, bad journey, but still journey wanted to be memorable, sorry, Mm -hmm, for expert for forever necklace of my neck. So I wanted Mm -hmm. something different. And in 2019, I have created the Instagram page called Smiley's Car. And uh, when I sent this um, picture to to my physician, Mm -hmm. I I find out that there is a smile on my neck and why don't we put eyes on it like (laughs) to make it funny to make it memorable and I find out that most of the patients were conscious and insecure of these scars and they were looking for some ways to remove or making them less visible and um I wanted to change this for my tiny step and most of their scar has a smiley cut and mm-hmm. then on the neck and it requires some putting some eyes on it and mm-hmm. I did it and um, uh, I invited others to challenge themselves and perceive this car as a symbol of strength and mm-hmm. I have heard some strange and funny scar related stories yeah. one I can recall was um, a story of one girl who had thyroid cancer and um, had a prom and mm-hmm. uh, photo shooting and once mm-hmm. she received uh, her pictures back her scar was removed by the photographer oh really oh yeah wow 
he thought that she needed to remove this car and uh, yeah. I don't agree with such interventions in some of these lives and yeah. uh, we have to rise and we have to we have right to embrace our scar absolutely. show them off and yeah be proud of it. yeah not be ashamed of it absolutely true and uh, this page is- yeah <laughs> this page has a positive impact on all the warriors and i'm receiving heartwarming messages from them mm-hmm. and um if you're listening to me and you have a thyroid cancer, I tell you that you're stronger than you think and you are not alone in this fight. And send your smile, smiley scar on smiley scar Instagram. Yeah, please do, everybody. It's uh, it's all together, correct? So at smiley scar. Yes. 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 Perfect. Smiley so, scar. Yep. Just search it on Instagram. You'll find it. There's awesome pictures on there. It made me so happy. And I like, I would just like scroll through them because every scar is different. And it's just funny to see the different faces it was making. And, um, (laughs) yeah, you inspired me to do it. Like when mine was still healing, like the glue was still Mm -hmm. on it. And I was just like, that's really fun. And it, (laughs) it tickled my husband. He laughed about it forever. He was like, you just made a smiley face. I was like, dude, there's this Instagram page. (laughs) It was so great. And ever since then, I've been following you. It's yeah, you're welcome. It's um, super inspirational, and um, I'm, I'm honored to finally be able to to meet you and interview you. I was blown away when you had reached out, and I was like, "Yes, let's do it!" <laughs> so that made me really happy. Perfect. Yeah, this is a perfect spot right now for I'm me glad to ask you oh, to yeah. talk about this. Yeah, yeah, this is it's perfect, and to raise more awareness, there are so many people out there with with um, symptoms that they may not know that could attribute to thyroid cancer. They could be just having thyroid problems, uh, and not even or even just not even know that they have cancer. So for people to know that they're not alone, and it's it's there's a lot of us out there. So there's a really good community to, to speak with or to, to look up and, and just connect with. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree yeah. with you, Jess. Yeah. And um, also I would like to tell everyone that and emphasize the power of checkups. Mm. Like, please do it regularly. Don't wait for some symptoms and check mm-hmm. your neck. Check yeah. your neck. Yes. <laughs> thousand percent. I had symptoms and I wasn't paying attention to them. So there's something that's weird. Go get it checked out. Don't put it off. I put it off. (laughs) It's like, it's supposed to be like that. No, it's not supposed to be like that. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, And regular checkups are important just for your general health. So that's one good piece of advice for sure. Do you have any other pieces of advice, pieces of advice to share with our listeners? Uh, Actually, yes, I do. Um, and I, I, I think it's worth mentioning one sentence, sensitive issues that I often hear that thyroid cancer is a good cancer Ugh. as it has long survival rate. Ugh, but please that. <laughs> remember, no cancer is a good cancer. And don't tell your loved one that they have a good cancer and mm. Cancer survival statistics don't tell the whole story. Trust me, everyone. It's long, long journey. Yes, absolutely. Uh, that's really annoying when I would hear that. That's why I was like, had that big response. I was like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it's a very survivable cancer. And I appreciate that I, you know, I 
sucks getting cancer, but I had a very survivable cancer, but I hate it when people say, oh, that's a good cancer because, oh, I mean, it, would you want the cancer instead? I don't want it. You can have it. <laughs> like, don't, <laughs> don't tell me it's good. <laughs> so I think yes, that's exactly. A, I think, it's a yeah. cell carcinoma. Yes. So it's defined as a cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So for those out there who are listening, don't, uh, don't identify yourself as having the good cancer, you know, like you, you, you have, a part of your body that tried to kill you or is trying to kill you. And, you know, y- you need to get rid of it or else it's going to metastasize into other places, whether it's lymph nodes, your parathyroids or to your lungs. And so don't let anybody just put you into a box. Oh, sorry. Uh, don't let everybody just put you into the box because yeah, like <laughs> you have a right to, to mourn the loss of a, a piece of your body or, to, to struggle with, uh, your new life and the new you too. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I get, I get all worked up about the good cancer thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And one fun sentence, uh, also like to mention that. So, uh, in 2018, yeah, there was no COVID, right? So, we were all the thyroid cancer survivors who did rivals like radioactive iodine warriors have been doing quarantine before it was popular. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's exactly. easy. We already did that. <laughs> we were the first one. <laughs> you were the first. Oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah, and thinking about thinking about the word quarantine back before it was like a thing in 2020. It's just so weird. You're like, what? You have to be alone away from people. I don't understand it, but you guys, the, the RAI guys did it all. They, they quarantined to like the, the OGs, if you want to say. True. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Well, this is like a perfect spot. Is there anything else that you'd like to add? Any projects that you're working on? Um, any other bits of advice before I let you get going? Uh, I think I already touched all the main points I wanted to and <clears throat> share that my experience and my advices. And um, yes, again, please check your neck and... Uh, love yourself and love your scar as well because this is the sign of your strength and a big journey um and i can't wait to see your scars on my ig yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) i'll make sure to include the link for your instagram for people to send their smiley face scars to you i would appreciate oh my gosh it's gonna be great so um, i'll make sure to include that and uh, how they can reach out to you via instagram and just a little bit more about you Um, but it it was a pleasure to speak with you today and just to get to know you a little bit more. And I I really appreciate your time and you telling your story and just, I, you have this such like lovely, uh, aura output and and energy about you. So it was really, really nice to hang out with you today. Thank you. Just thank you. Thank you for this opportunity that I speak up and I shared my experience and, um, hopefully, hopefully this will be good words for others, like Absolutely. encouragement and, um, good advices. Yes. Yes. Definitely. For all those who have listened, I'm going to also include some resources regarding thyroid cancer and how you can check your neck 
and, uh, you know, what kind of signs and symptoms to look for. So, um, once again, Miriam, thank you so much for, for joining me today on my cancer story. And thank you for sharing your cancer story. Thank you for having me, Jess. It's my pleasure.